What is up, Steel Studians? Happy Tuesday, January 4, 2022, and happy Victory Tuesday as your Pittsburgh Steelers defeat the Cleveland Browns at Heinz Field in what was Ben Roethlisberger's last home game in his career. Heinz Field and Steelers Nation sent off Big Ben in really one of the most moving and special ways I've ever seen a sports hero get celebrated and sent off. It was moving, it was touching, it was all that, it was all of the above. And the Steelers moved to 8-7-1, and one, ensuring that Roethlisberger never has had a losing, losing season as a professional, and also that Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season as an NFL head coach. So lots to talk about here on this Tuesday, but want to start by saying, as I always do, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening to the sessions, the podcast, reading my work. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you, get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag that is driven by your takes. So drop me a line and it will be on the show. Also, please be sure to check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We are actually going to be recording tomorrow morning. That's Wednesday morning at the dark hour of 5 a.m. And we will have that posted between 6 and 6.30 a.m. The audio version of the podcast and a video on our YouTube channel. So check that out. Please share that with your peeps. And then also, remember, this week I'm doing something new on Sunday, the debut of my weekly video Steelers show that's simply called Steelers Week. Find out everything that happened this week in Steelers. If you're not able to listen to all of the study sessions from every day this week or the Still Study podcast or the Still City Insider podcast, then you could check out Steelers Week that gives coverage of the seven stories from the seven days of the week that will catch you up on what is happening in Steelers Nation. So anyway, Big Ben goes out a winner in Pittsburgh. And it wasn't a big statistical game from Ben, and it didn't need to be, but he was efficient. He was methodical. He made wise decisions save for the interception that he threw. And the Steelers got a big win against the divisional opponent to keep their ever so tiny, flickering, dim playoff hopes alive. And what needs to happen now is the Steelers need to go into Baltimore and beat Baltimore, which is no easy feat, even though they are not the team that they have been in previous years. And then they're also going to need the Jacksonville Jaguars, yes, those two win Jacksonville Jaguars, to beat the Indianapolis Colts in Jacksonville, which that seems very, very unlikely that that's going to happen, but stranger things. And then they also need to make sure that the Chargers 
Raiders game does not end in a tie, which hopefully that should happen. Should not happen. It should not end in a tie. But anyway, Ben made the plays. A lot of quick passes last night. He had his lone touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson. Is a quick hitter. Ben got to celebrate. And really, this game was just all about the culmination of an 18-year career and the city not just saying goodbye to a star athlete, but saying goodbye to a folk hero, somebody whom will forever be accepted as family in the city of Pittsburgh, even though he's not a native of Pittsburgh. Someone who will go down as maybe one of the greatest Steelers in the history of the team. Maybe Not maybe, probably the most legendary offensive player in the history of the Steelers. And it was just so beautiful to see all the support out at Heinz Field last night for Ben. That stadium was like a playoff atmosphere. All the number seven jerseys, all the signs, all the former players who were there on hand to celebrate with Ben. Ben's family, to hear the chants, thank you, Ben. It was just really something special to see. And as a fan myself, having had the great privilege to watch Roethlisberger play from his rookie year until now. I know it made the hair on the back of my arm stand up just seeing him be sent out this way. And then the other thing that was just so rewarding was to see Roethlisberger be able to express his gratitude to the city, to the fans, doing a lap in the stadium, slapping high fives with the black and gold faithful one time, waving goodbye to the city and then what a sweet moment where he embraced with his family there at the end it was just a beautiful beautiful picture and this is it for the legend and we're going to have a lot more time to talk about Roethlisberger's we head into the offseason but there was a game that was played and we're going to get into analysis over a few episodes of this game here on the Still Study. We're not going to be able to, to do it just in today's session, but just want to acknowledge everything that Roethlisberger's done for the city of Pittsburgh and just say how happy I am for him that he went out a winner. Offensively, though, if we're going to talk about a star of the game, it's got to be the guy that I talked about last week is having a decent year behind a shoddy offensive line who's destined for great things in 2022, and that's Najee Harris, who went off for 188 rushing yards, two big 30-yard runs, one 30-yarder there where he just stiff-armed a guy and made him look foolish. And then he broke off a 37-yard touchdown run there at the end where Roethlisberger was telling him, you know, if you get the ball, just get down if you're starting to get tackled. And he said, nah, dude ran it in. And Najee looked like a grown man. 
last night amongst boys. And how about that offensive line? The question really is, is Adrian Clem, was he that bad as the offensive line coach? And is Chris Morgan that good? Or did they just have a fluke game? And some of the replays, I haven't had a chance to fully rewatch the game yet. That offensive line was getting a push. They were moving the Browns off the ball. And there was space for Najee Harris. And you saw last night what can happen when there is room for him to run. Now, I don't understand a lot of the criticism that has been applied to Harris so far this season that he hasn't produced a lot of big runs, that he hasn't done a great deal. But again, people, let me remind you of the offensive line he was running behind. And maybe it wasn't just the personnel on the offensive line. Maybe it was the coaching the entire time. Again, we only have one more game to see how that plays out. But he was phenomenal yesterday. And again, he's only going to get better. But Harris was the reason they won the game because he dominated from start to finish. Nobody wanted to tackle him in the fourth quarter. Imagine him a year better, a year stronger, a year bigger, a year faster, a year more discerning of defenses. I'm telling you, Najee Harris is going to have an amazing year next year. But kudos to him. He was the offense yesterday. He's been the offense all year. There's great things ahead for Harris. Broke Franco's rookie rushing record. Najee now owns that. Just very excited for that young man that he got it done. And then how many times have we talked about T.J. Watt on the session on the podcast? Straight beast. 20 and a half sacks, video game, Madden numbers. He's in striking distance. Excuse me, 21.5. 21.5 sacks. He's in striking distance of Michael Strahan's record. Can he do it? We'll see. That Baltimore offensive line isn't great. And if I recollect correctly, he had a big game a few weeks back against the Ravens. The table could be set for the NFL to have a new sack leader come 4 o'clock next Sunday. But we'll have to see how that all plays out. So there you have it, Studians, Pittsburgh, the victors. We get to celebrate the first Steelers win of 2022 in exhilarating fashion and honorable fashion, sending Ben out the right way. And now, hope stays alive, heading into Baltimore. We are all Jaguars fans, and we have reason, even though... Very, very tiny, very, very small, very, very minuscule. We have reason and hope to believe in Sunday. 
And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode 197 of the study session. Hey, you know what I just realized? We're going to hit episode 200 of season one this week. How about that? Thank you so much for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening to my work, reading it, sharing with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me. Please connect with me. Drop me a line right there on the comment section of the website. Shoot me an email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. Give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Let's make it happen. And also be sure to check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site. It is linked in the show notes. It is called the Still City Insider Podcast. And don't forget this Sunday, new content from the Still Study, the first ever edition of Steelers Week, where I wrap up the week in Steelers football. You don't want to miss that. It'll be a nice pregame for the Steelers Raven contest. And with that said, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your Monday, and I'll see you back here on Tuesday on episode number 198, 198 of The Study Session. Peace.